We continue our series today, Revealed. Jesus gives us several I am statements in the Gospel of John that reveal to us who our Savior is. And today, in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, Jesus gives us what is in the scripture the last I am statement, but in the middle of the series for us. Hear these words from John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 8, and then 12 through 17. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. So abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. But you did not choose me. I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in his name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, my storage is empty and I am available to you. So use me, Lord, to show us the way. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. This is your servant's prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. 
We encounter Jesus today as a part of Jesus' final discourse. He is talking to the disciples and is getting ready to say goodbye to the disciples. And just a few chapters, Jesus will be betrayed and kidnapped, taken away, beaten, publicly mocked, and killed. And he's trying to prepare the disciples for this. And he's trying to prepare these disciples for this. You see, where Jesus was from, there are vineyards everywhere. All you have to do is walk out of the door and you see vineyards, vines and vines and all kinds of different things growing on vines. And so the disciples would have been very familiar with this idea of vine keepers and vine growers and vines and branches. It would have been a part of their business, a part of their economy. They would understand that if the vine keeper doesn't do its job, then you get no fruit. They would have understood that if the vine is bad, you get no fruit. They would have understood that if the branch is bad, you get no fruit. And they also would have understood that if the vine keeper does not prune and does not harvest the fruit, it all goes to waste. Maybe you're not understanding me this morning, but I just preached that whole sermon right there. We get a little piece of the vine when we get grapes. And you can see where the vine has been snipped. And in some grape, in some bags in the grocery store full of grapes, they're little tiny vines that don't look very healthy. This one is still green and is a big and thick, meaning that it's healthy. It can bear fruit. And it did bear big, juicy, healthy fruit. But this doesn't just happen. The fruit doesn't just pop out and voila, it's in the grocery store. There are actual people whose job it is to keep this little bitty branch healthy. Jesus says, I am the vine, and you are the branch, and my Father God is the vine keeper. It is God who does the work of pruning. It is God who does the work of cleaning. It is God who makes sure that the vine is healthy so that the branches can be healthy, so that they can bear healthy fruit. You see the one that fell off? It's 
tiny compared to these. It didn't get the same nutrients as say this thing that's bigger than my thumb. The vine and the branch, they matter. Mary, this morning I asked you how you were doing. You said, hanging in there. And what did I do? I laughed. Because I was thinking about that phrase, hanging in there. These grapes are doing what? Hanging in there. They're hanging on to the branch that has gotten life from the vine. And without the vine and the strong branch, the grapes would not be able to do what? Hang in there. You're going to think about that differently next time. Jesus is giving the disciple parting words of wisdom and of sustenance. Jesus is giving them real hope for the act of hanging in there that is to come. I bet if you had asked the disciples and they had this phrase in their vernacular at that time after Jesus died and you went up to them and said, how are you, Dr. Bob? They might have said what? Hanging in there. What does hanging in there mean? Yeah, you're just there, right? It's involuntary. You have to be there, but you're doing the best you can to hold on. You're doing the best you can to stand up. You're doing the best you can to keep going. Hanging in there is an inactive way of being alive and living. The vine grower knows something that we need to remember. You only prune dormant vines. Did you hear that? You only prune dormant branches. What does dormant mean? It means if they're not doing anything. If they're not alive, if they're not growing, if they're not as healthy as they're supposed to be, you have to cut them back and prune them so that they might absorb light and life and water and nutrients again so that they can be healthy again and they can do their jobs. Oh, you don't hear me this morning. <laughs> If this branch did not get pruned on the vine at some point, we would not have these grapes. So hanging in there becomes an important part of life. It becomes an important part of the story because if you are always, 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 and never dormant, you cannot be renewed or restored. But here's the flip side of dormancy. Vines get cut. 
Branches get cut when they are sick and when they are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And Jesus says that these vines get bundled up and thrown into the fire and burned up. Okay, let's back up a little bit. If God is the vine grower and Jesus is the vine and we are the branches and we're not doing what God has called us to do, we will get cut off, (laughs) we will get gathered up as dead and we will get burned up in the fire. A lot of people are asking me what's going on in the church today. There's some vine tending going on. What's going on in the world today? There's some vine tending going on. What's going on in some of our families and some of our communities today? There is some vine tending going on. The vine keeper has determined that the vine is healthy, that Jesus the vine is doing what Jesus is supposed to do, but the branches are a whole different story. Healthy branches bear fruit. Healthy branches give us grapes. Unhealthy branches just make a great big old mess. So where are you? What kind of branch are you? What kind of season are you in? Is this your season that you are connected, deeply connected to the vine and your branch is healthy and you are bearing good fruit like feeding those who are hungry even though grocery prices are out of control? Are you providing where you can provide? Are you sharing God's gifts with everybody else? Are you loving your neighbors? Are you doing everything you can to think of your community before you think about yourself? Or are you a dormant vine branch? A branch that used to bear fruit Back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Ah. (laughs) Y'all get it. (laughs) Are you a dormant branch that used to bear fruit? And maybe you walk around talking about what you used to do. If you can't say amen, you can say ouch, it's okay. Maybe you used to serve at the front door. Maybe you used to sing in the choir. Maybe you used to take disciple Bible study. Maybe you used to pray in the prayer group. Maybe, maybe, maybe you used to. And you thought that was going to get you to the finish line. (laughs) But the Lord says you're dormant. 
I don't have time for that, Pastor. I can't help you, Mary. I got this, that, and the other going on. When other things are more important than the vine, you become disconnected from the vine, you become dormant, and you must be pruned. Pruning is painful. It's not pretty. When I started pruning, my mom likes to plant things. I don't know anything about this. But she'd go out there and say, prune the rose bushes. And I'd take Dr. Bob maybe this much off. And then she'd come behind me and whack the thing. (laughs) That's not pruning. You have to cut it all the way back so that you get down in what has the possibility to become rehabilitated, to absorb the sustenance, and to become strong again and bear fruit. So hear me now. If you are dormant, you are not a lost cause. Yet, Pruning is painful. So until you get pruned, since you've chosen to be dormant, you have invited this pruning, stay with it. It's not going to be easy. But stay with it because it's worth it. Because the alternative is death. So if you've become disconnected or dormant, this is the time to reconnect to the vine. Because otherwise you become dead. And when you're dead, you're not worth anything to this vineyard anymore. Because you cannot do your job, your purpose. You were created as a branch to bear fruit. If you cannot do that anymore and you don't have the possibility of rehabilitation, then you are worthless and you were cut off, put in a pile, and burned up. That's harsh. That's real. Your whole job, abide in me. Bear fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You will wither up, be thrown away, gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, but to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I chose you for the purpose of bearing fruit. 
fruit that will last. So love one another. If we harvest these grapes, if the vine and the branch have done their job, the fruit is here. If we step on these grapes and juice them, what happens? They become wine. A few days before Jesus met his death, he was at an ordinary meal with his ordinary friends, his 12 favorite misfits. It was the Passover meal, and they were used to gathering once a year for this meal where they celebrated that it was God that saved them, that passed over them. When the infants were being killed in Egypt as a part of a plague, because Pharaoh <laughs> wouldn't let God's people go. And so all these many generations later, Jesus is sitting at the table with his friends and he's saying, I know this is a regular meal, but I have something to say to you. What I've told you is going to happen is getting ready to happen. And you're not ready. So I'm going to give you something to help you be ready. And he took what was then unleavened bread. And he took the bread and he broke it and he said to his disciples, This is my body given for you. Eat this. And every time you eat it, remember what I have done for you. And then, y'all, he took a cup, a cup that was full of wine. It came from a vineyard, a vine that had to be tended by a vine keeper, <laughs> a vine that had to be healthy. A vine that had to ensure that the branches that were connected to it were healthy. And then the stuff in that cup, it came from a healthy branch. A branch that had done its job, a branch that leaned into its vine and tried to become its vine. A branch that was strong enough and knew its vine so well that it could bear fruit. And in that cup was the fruit of that vine. And, and the fruit of that vine, it was transformed. It was transformed into wine. In that cup. And he took that cup. 
And he gave it to each one of his disciples. And he had each one of you on his mind. And he said, branch. (laughs) This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of your sins for being a dormant vine for becoming a dead vine every time you drink it Forgive someone else as I have forgiven you. Jesus said, I am the vine. My father is the vine keeper. And you, you are the branches. Your job is to bear fruit. Fruit that becomes sustenance for your soul. So what kind of branch are you? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.